from the fight capital of the heavyweight division in Central Europe to boxing rings around the world. This is OTG, Heavyweights of Boxing Talk, the first official spinoff series of the On The Grind Boxing Podcast on the On The Grind Talk Radio Network. Join your host, Nino Schellick, each week as he's joined by a member of the On The Grind Boxing Team to bring you the best in heavyweight boxing talk. And now, here's Nino. Welcome to OTG Heavyweights of Boxing. For this year's first edition, I'd like to welcome my regular co-host Irish Paddy Cronin back to the program. Hey, Paddy, how's it going? Numero uno, the king of bling, the Don of Dublin. It's good to be back. So how's the year so far going for you? Uh, I'm feeling a bit bad, you know, to be completely honest with you. You know, uh, I have uh, Willa begging for me to bet on this Carl Franton, Leo Santa Cruz rematch, and I don't want to take his money again. It's the same reason I don't make bets with D, because I don't get no pleasure from taking some field's money. And I took a quick look on Willa's uh, Facebook page, and I don't think he can afford to drop another 100 to me. But, you know, he started moaning and bitching and complaining. Seems like he really wants to give me another ton. So I put it up to a vote on the OTG fan page. Uh, and it seems everyone wants me to take his money. So reluctantly so, I'm making another bet. Uh, <clears throat> I'd just like to remember people to listen back to the post-fight show at, right after Leo Santa Cruz and Carl Frampton won the show the next day where I predicted that if there was going to be a rematch, that Frampton would stop him. So just bear that in mind that when, when the fight actually does roll around, that I predicted that would happen like the day after the first fight. Hi, are you? Yeah, so so you're going with a stoppage? Going with a stoppage, yeah. But uh, this is not part of the bet. No, no. Do you know what, Nino? I was thinking what I might do just to make it interesting is I might go, okay, if Leo wins, I'll give you 100. If Frampton wins on points, you don't give me anything. But if Frampton stops Santa Cruz, I take 200. And then I'm just thinking to myself, no, you can't take this guy's money like that. I was like, you'll learn enough of a lesson. To be honest with you, Nino, like, I'd, I'd be quite, quite contentious to rub his nose in it again. He doesn't realize that, like, it's not even about the money for me. I'm just going to rub it in and hold it over him for the rest of the time. So I think that's why he wants to make the rematch, because he thinks Leo's going to win. So he thinks he can rub my nose in it. But the problem here is he hasn't looked into Carl Frampton still. I told him what fights of Leo Santa Cruz was to watch. I told him what fights of Carl Frampton to watch. And it's still obvious that he has not done his homework. And he's going to end up looking like a fool yet again. But, you know, I tried to I tried to give the boy many opportunities not to make this bet. Because I don't feel right making a bet and taking his money. But, you know, if he wants to give it to me and the OTG family want me to take his money. And I don't know if you saw that poll, you know, but it was a resounding... Uh, there was a resounding amount of people that wanted me to take his money. I think there was like only like one person that didn't want me to take it. I think you might have been the yeah. only person that didn't want me to take his money. Yeah. 
So maybe you should go for the hundred, maybe hundred uh, for the knockout, and not no, get no. paid. Uh, not get paid if it wins on points, and you no, pay him hundred. No, no, it would want to for the knockout <laughs> just, just so he knows, just so he can feel the pain. Mm. So like, I was gonna do it that way. I'll just, I'm not gonna make it messy. I'll just leave it the way it is. But uh, you know, the only, the the only thing that that would worry me is uh, if it goes a distance, there may be a robbery. But I'm pretty confident that Frampton's gonna stop him. The most important thing is money. Well, uh, enough talk about the lighterweight classes, Nino. Right. So the year has started a little slow, but still fights have been announced. Uh, first of all, we got this uh, EBU title fight, European Championship. So this unbeaten German guy, Agit Kabayel, was supposed to fight Marius Wach. Marius Wach, our old pal. It would have been an interesting fight because of, of just the dimensions of Wach and his chin and all that. I see him well, against the untested guy. Well, is he going to or not? Yeah, that's also a factor. So fully roided, fully roided Marius Wach is a problem probably for anybody and Caballel w- would have gotten tested but uh, now it seems that that Wach got injured and now uh, Caballel will fight some unknown Belgian guy called uh, Hubo or something like that so this Hubo character is like 26 fights uh, only in Belgium only against journeymen Belgian the, the hotbed of the heavyweight division yeah and then he only... has there ever been a Belgian heavyweight world champion even look at WBU German version Belgian heavyweight champion Nino mm, no don't think so not even a WBF uh, there's been this cruiserweight guy Ismail Abdul who went distance with David Hay if you remember him was like the only guy who went the distance with, with David Hay but I was talking about heavyweight no, mate. heavyweights that was uh... back in Cruiserweight doesn't count, mate. No, Belgian heavyweight. As much as Belgium would like it to count, it doesn't. Not exactly. More known for their uh, diamonds and chocolate than their heavyweights, Nino. Yeah. So, no, I I can't remember any good Belgian heavyweights. So, if you type in Belgian heavyweights, you get uh, pictures of drapery. You can't even remember, you can't even recall any bad Belgian heavyweights (laughs) that got terrible paper titles Mm-mm, no so this guy only stopped 12 of his 26 opponents even though they were all hand-picked journeymen so uh, it should be easy fight for Caballel to pick up this euro title um then another interesting fight i'm sure you will be uh, delighted is david price fighting christian hammer on february 4th <laughs> what a bomb but uh, do you know what? Just just before, because I, I don't think I was on the show since the Joshua fight. I just want to talk about how I predicted that uh, that Chisora and White would be a great fight, and it, it lived up to the hype, even that I created for it, even though it was like terrible terrible skills and uh, Chisora's chin wasn't up to what it used to be. But I thought Chisora won that fight. Nino, what about you? Um, it was close. It was close. Yeah. So. I but here's the thing, prime directors are versus that Dylan White. Yeah, beat him. But I, I think that Chisora looked pretty close to his prime in that fight. Nah, man, he wasn't. He's done. You know well he's not in his yeah. prime, you know. Stop trying to hype up Dylan White because you loved him so much. No. I told you straight up months, uh, years ago even, that Dylan White wasn't even that good. Like, And now you see that he's not that good. Yeah. And he got 
gift, if you ask me, against an old, washed-up Derek Chisora. He could even Chisora quit, man. Yeah, Chisora looked fresher than in his last fights, so maybe. Yeah, it's... but that's only because he. The, the, that's only because Keller and Nisa Saraland uh, got him a few bum fights and got him back in the mix. Yeah, and maybe he looked so good because the white is bad. <laughs> yeah, that, exactly, exactly. I told you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you were getting filled by by excellent matchmaking from Saraland brothers. Yeah, so, so Dylan White is now in the mix as a gentle <laughs> wilder opponent. I th- I th- You're I buying what they're selling, Nino. I'm not buying what Solon is selling. <laughs> you are. You're buying it right now. <laughs> you thought you thought that their Chisora is back to close to his prime, man. If anything, if you're buying anything, it's from the Serlons, man. No, I just said that he looked better than in his uh, last fights. Yeah, because he's better. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it looked even even better when uh, than when he was fighting actual bombs. <laughs> so he looked he looked shit against uh, Eastern European journeyman. So he looked better in that fight than against Hatbig journeyman. So I don't know. It's all part of the plan to get him back in the mix. Yeah, but what about uh, Dylan White uh, now being considered a possible uh, wild opponent because it was some sort of WBC eliminator. Uh, nobody knows which which kind, but a final eliminator. Yeah. Have you ever noticed those final eliminators are never a <laughs> final eliminator? Have you noticed that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. This was some sort of silver eliminator. I don't know. It was so. Was this an eliminator for a silver title? Who is a silver champion? Chris Ariola. No, Povetkin was, but then he got stripped because of his drugs again. Yeah. What's going on with with Pavekin, man? What's going on? I don't know. I mean, he's back in Russia, and you know how the system works in Russia. Yeah, you get steroids, man, and it's all good. I mean, just look at at the body of of Povetkin when he was fighting Mike Perez. Two point man. Two point We talked about this. Yeah, I mean, the guy suddenly had had shoulders. He had uh, biceps. He had veins on his arms. He was uh, just <laughs> veins on his arms. <laughs> Everyone has veins in their arms, Nino. Yeah, not but not popping out because he was <laughs> because he was fat, a fat boy previously, and and now he suddenly he looks not suddenly he looks like like a true athlete and destroyer. So. What's Pavekin's nickname? Is it Sasha or does he have some stupid Russian nickname like White Tyson, like Shaggy have used to have? Uh, yeah, he's some uh, Russian nickname. I think it's uh, Ruski Vityas or something like that. Which... That's a stupid nickname. Do you, they should call him White Rhino, like that bloke we were talking about. Which means uh, Russian warrior or something. Blanco Rhino or something like that. They should they should give him a Spanish nickname in relation to being a white rhino. Hmm. El Reno del Blanco or something like that. Yeah, check out the picture I sent you. <laughs> Is this going to be him hulking out? <laughs> I mean, he, he looks different than, than uh, when he was with Sauerland. Yeah, we can see the veins on his arms all right. Yeah. And he doesn't have a double chin. Yeah, big difference. So, and if that belt wasn't there, he might not. He he wouldn't have a good either. So, yeah, maybe coming. Well, I think Wilder should just fight this version of Pavetkin because, like, why not? Like, it's a fight people want to see. 
Yeah, it's a fight I want to see. You know what? Wilder should fucking do roids for that fight as well. <laughs> they should both do roids. And they should do testing to confirm they're both roided the fuck. That's what they should do. I'd, I'd fly to Moscow for that fight, man. <laughs> yeah, Wilder on roids and Povetkin on roids. Just roid it. Do you reckon Wilder would actually have legs if he took some roids? Possibly. Like he might develop some, his power might increase. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, if, if it did some leg days in between and, yeah. and took roids, then maybe. Because uh, his thighs are like four inches uh, smaller than mine, so. <laughs> he used to fight. Like, people don't realize this, but when he was an amateur, he was at heavyweight. Yeah. And in the amateurs, heavyweight is the same weight as what the professional cruiserweight is. Yeah. So basically, functionally, Wilder, when he was an amateur, he was a cruiserweight. Yeah. And during those, those international tournaments, you don't just cut weight down and then you can blow him back up because you're fighting like three or four fights over the course of like two or three weeks. So you got to keep down around that weight. So he was sustaining 200 pounds for like three or four weeks. Like, Yeah, I mean... Uh... He's a skinny, skinny guy. He has some muscles on top, but only on top. So, uh, a yep. 230-pound guy with um, thighs that are uh, four inches smaller than mine. It's a little strange, I'd have to say. doesn't have any toys, man. How does he even generate Paramount? I don't know. Maybe coming back to the um, David Price fight against Christian Hammer. Oh, it's on, yeah. It's on the undercard of uh, Chris Eubank, who's fighting oh, some guy. Chris Eubank, his card. Just something about that, wasn't there? Um, no, from what I've heard, the, the thing is still on. Or maybe he, he switched opponents? No, he, he's fighting uh, Reynold Quinlan. So this card is still on um, February 4th in, in London. So probably easy fight for mm-hmm. uh, for Eubank. But that's the guy that um, retired Daniel Gill Quinlan. So do you reckon he'll retire Chris Eubank Jr.? No. No, I don't think so. No? Okay. So on the undercut, this fight between Christian Hammer and, and David Price, I mean, it's good that uh, David Price finally fight, fights a non-Eastern uh, European journeyman. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, uh, both guys uh, are affiliated with Erkan Tepa. So Christian Hammer Tepa. beat Erkan Tepa on points, while uh, David Price got slapped by uh, Erkan Tepa on roids. So... <laughs> so the question is is Christian Hammer on roids because David Price only loses to people on roids no I don't think he's on roids so how does he plan to beat David Price if he's not on roids I don't know I mean uh, so he, he he beat Erkan Taper to the punch and he kept coming so uh, you know that you can beat uh, David Price with, with constant pressure so if he just mm-hmm. walks him down and, and doesn't get KO'd in the first three or four rounds, you know, David Price might panic again and then get clipped and then it could be over for David Price. So is uh, is uh, Christian Hammer's WBO European heavyweight title going to be on the line for the David Price fight? Uh, no, I don't think so. At least it, it's not on box rack. What's the point of having a WBO European title if you can't defend it against best-ranked opponents? Uh, I don't know. It, it, I mean, it, this European uh, WBO title is just nonsense anyway. They need... No, it's legitimate, you know. He beat Urk and Hyper together. Yeah. 
because Eric can taper couldn't fight for the for the regular one. Because <laughs> he's is he still bad for fighting fucking EBU fights? For sure, definitely. <laughs> he's banned literally <laughs> because he fucking sparked David Price out. Yeah. But you know what? You don't even need Royce to spark David Price, man. I was saying for years his chin was chinny, like and no one wanted to listen and now everyone knows. I mean Christian Hammer is not the biggest puncher. But uh, doesn't need to be, mate. Neither is a seventy-year-old Tony Thompson. Yeah, twice. But he uh, knocked the fuck out Life Larson. Life Larson. If you remember that. Do you remember that? But that was. Uh... He couldn't stop Constantine Eirik, though. Yeah, that's bad. But uh, the KO uh, Life Larson uh, that w- was pretty bad. So he can crack it if, if you let him. <laughs> Do you remember when Danny Williams fought Erkin Taper for the WBO heavyweight European heavyweight title? Oh, uh, Danny Williams against Christian? Sorry, uh, Christian. Hammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't watch the fight, but I remember at the time thinking that they need to stop abusing <laughs> fucking Danny mm. Williams. Yeah, but since then he got like fourteen more losses. Yeah, they really like. Is he on like fucking nearly thirty losses now? Is he still fighting? Yeah, he, he fought actually uh, German and Andreas Sidon in November. Fighting like uh, Lithuania. No, he, he made this Eastern European tour. He was in fighting in in uh, Czech Republic a lot of the time. Oh, Poland, that Russia. Is sad. That is so sad, man. Yeah, and he's now up to twenty six losses. Jesus Christ, man. That's diabolical. And he, and he got stopped by 53-year-old and- Andreas Sidon, the German heavyweight. He got stopped by Carl Baker, mate. Yeah. Do you remember what Carl Baker's nickname is? Fridge. Yep. No, not Fridge. The Fridge. Yeah, because he goes to the fridge a lot. <laughs> That's exactly why he's called the fridge, right? That is exactly <laughs> why he's called the fridge. Man, that was a sad day when he lost to the fridge, man. That was the beginning of the end of his career, like, because he was, he, he was still kind of winning fights regularly enough at that point. Hmm. And then he just fucking, you know, then he just went on a run of losing, like, every fight. Yeah, true. Prostituting himself around Eastern Europe. <laughs> Yeah, you know, but I bet you if he was in Moscow, he would have let those Russian prostitutes that Trump wired piss on him. Like if Trump throwed him a few quid. Oh, well, maybe he'll fight Mickey Rourke in his <laughs> oh! last fight. Mickey Rourke gonna knock out the man who knocked out Tyson. I can see it, man. I can see it. Pay per view, baby. <laughs> Pay per view. Yeah, would be a good fight. I mean, maybe Danny Williams is a little big for. <laughs> he, for is Mickey Rook. he is what's work fighting a light heavyweight oh uh, yeah light heavyweight cruiserweight you know something what? like that you know what we make the fight in Russia like Rook's last fight and I say fight in inverted commas and Rook just rides himself the fuck like like in, in just... the wrestler yeah so well, it looks like... like in the wrestler he was was up yeah, there yeah maybe he could just like fucking do it like Ivan Drago from Rocky Four and get all those like fucking steroids from the films that they gave him as well. Mm. Yeah, maybe then he he could beat Danny Williams. I don't know. Then uh, Bridget Nielsen can walk him to the ring as well. Yeah, and Roy Jones can rap. So uh, 
in that price hammer fight, who, who are you going to pick? Uh, do you know what? I'm going to pick David Price against my best, best judgment. David Price by stoppage. Really? Yeah. I hate myself, but I think he's going to win this one. What? I hope he doesn't. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. Um. So you think uh, early stoppage or... <clears throat> And now I think uh, Price is going to lack confidence for the first couple of rounds. And then when he realizes that uh, Erkin Taper is feather fisted, more or less, he'll uh, he'll take him out. Hmm. So probably around the eighth round, maybe. Uh, I'm going with Christian Hammer, I think. Oh, <laughs> knockout? Uh, possibly, yeah. But I think he, he can outbox him too. Round? What round? Uh, eight. Maybe nine. Oh, 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 I hope so. But I think I he, you can outbox him also. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong, Nino. Yeah, but Dave Price is no master boxer also, so he can no, be. A... I'd love to see him knocked out. Or outboxed, I don't know. So Do you know, I'd love to see David Price needing the oxygen mask in the ring and being taken out on a stretcher. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think he'll get also maybe wobbled one at one time. Who, Erkin Taper or David Price? No, Price. And and then it, it could be over. So if he gets hurt in there, so I don't know. I hope I'm wrong. You know, yeah. I hope you're right. Look. So you think it, it's then uh, all over for David Price? Oh, it should have been all over already, man. Yeah, but if he gets stopped, that one. Yeah. But you see, you know, you're, you're forgetting that David Price only loses to people who are on steroids. And you say yourself, Christian Hammer isn't on steroids. So this will be David Price's first legitimate loss. So you think Sauland will drop him or, or they will, they'll do... Like, no, I this... don't think uh, they'll drop him. No. And I'm going to tell you why. Because he'll still sell in Liverpool. <laughs> he'll come out like that fucking fool that he is uh, to some Liverpool fucking... fucking stupid Liverpool football club songs and all those fools will go to watch him fight just because he supports Liverpool. Right, possible. Yeah, that's what I'm even telling you. So, but it's it's actually pretty. Close. Don't even need to get him back in the mix. Just have him fight for a British title. Mm. Sell out the Echo Arena. Yeah. So Hammers promoter uh, Errol Chillon actually tried, or will try to make this some sort of uh, eliminator fight, of course, for the WBO. I'm not sure which which organization. So he's he's in talks right now with multiple organizations. So here, Nina, do you think that the WBO won't sanction? David Price to fight for the European title and that's where it's not on the line hmm. I don't know what, what would Ernie have to say about that outrageous and who I is will your daddy and what does he do <laughs> yeah I got that one too yeah who is your daddy and what does he do shut up <laughs> yeah so um, yeah I, I don't know I, I think David Price should be ranked in the WBO because they got pretty bad rankings so David Price should be up there so I don't know if I have to guess, it w- could be some sort of WBO eliminator. Or WBC final eliminator. And WBC is already seems... tied up. Yeah, but they do that. There's lots of people fight for WBC final eliminators. Yeah. David Price, uh, I'm looking at the WBO rankings now. He's ranked number six. Yeah, so he should be eligible to fight for... And Christian title. Hammer... Despite being their European champion, is only ranked number 12th. Mm. How is David Price ranked number 6, <laughs> Nino? How does that happen? It's all on bum All these dungeons get fucking knocked out. That's all he does. 
Saul and Bomb Diet gets you up there. So another fight that could be happening is is Deontay Wilder against Joseph Park in a unification match. At least that's what what uh, Wilder says. So he said that that he's open to to fighting Joseph Parker. So just for a clarification, if this Joseph Parker Deontay Wilder fight happens, we'll have unica- unification between the WBC and the WBO, and the Anthony Joshua Vladimir Klitschko fight is for the WBA and IBF. So it, all that needs to happen then is the winner of those two guys fight, and then you have a. I'm not saying lineal champion because we all know that Tyson Fury is a lineal champion. But if we get those two guys, if we get those two titles there, we have a unified champion and then Tyson Fury can come back and then just destroy whoever else is in there at the time and take his belts back. Uh, I think somebody will get stripped. So if, if you win four titles, then you cannot keep them for very long. So somebody's going to get stripped for some did, bullshit mandatory did, or something. How was fucking Vladimir able to keep those three belts for as long as he did? Yeah, he got some extensions. Maybe, I don't know, sent them some nice presents, chocolate, flowers. Fruit baskets. Yeah. Maybe some Belgian chocolate. <laughs> Possibly. Maybe so, some Antwerp diamonds. Because one thing's for sure, do you know what he definitely wasn't sending them at? Nino? Belgian heavyweights because they don't fucking exist. Mm. Yeah, so should this fight happen, could happen in April, but uh, I'm not so optimistic because Deontay Wilder, I don't know, never fights good guys. No, Deontay Wilder just fights strictly bombs. So uh, I didn't hear your comment about his choice of opponent for this. Um, when is he fighting? Uh, tw- February 25th against Polish guy Andrei Wawrczyk. Uh, Varochek, uh, uh, however you pronounce yeah, it. Yeah, I know who you. I know who you mean. Um, Jesus, uh, is this another Polish soccer hooligan? No, uh, he he's more like a tall, unathletic guy who who they put gloves on and then try to to build him up. Yeah, but he looks like he could be a soccer hooligan because he's not athletic at all. <laughs> yeah. So did did you see Varochek's fight against Povetkin? Yep. <laughs> and he just got destroyed. He did get destroyed. But that was Pavekin 2.0, man. How come fucking the only guys Wilder beats is guys that have already been beaten by other people? He's only interested in fighting guys that have been beaten by other people. That's it, like. Yeah. I mean, it's a terrible choice. Really, really terrible. So, uh, yeah, I think it's a new low for Deontay Wilder. Fight this guy. A new low? That's fucking... That's even lower than Molina. Yeah, yeah. This guy would get slapped by Molina, definitely. So, he's just bad. Even even lower than Spilka the pin? Oh, Spilka would would maul him. (laughs) In In a super fight. Spilka would murk him. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so just just a terrible terrible point opponent and and then you so would, would chris ariola beat him chris against varachek yeah i think so jason gavern <laughs> no no jason gavern wouldn't what about malik scott yeah for sure nikolai furta mm, not, i'm not sure but of of those uh opponents well, that walla fought sorties was just following him around the ring yeah, but uh, of those guys that Wilder fought uh, as a champion, he, Jay- he's by far the weakest one. 
Like, oh yeah, okay, yeah. Because uh, the Jason Gavern fight was uh, a tune-up just before he fought Stavern. So then you read this uh, stupid comments by Vavrichik's trailer on on uh, unboxing scene. Yeah, upsets happen all the time, <laughs> and don't be surprised if he knocks out Deontay Wilder. Blah blah blah. Oh, I will be surprised. <laughs> I will be. So yeah, the fight will be over in the first three rounds, maybe sooner even. So just just a terrible fight and i mean uh, he w- could be ready then for for april fight uh, parker but i doubt it i mean wilder usually is, isn't in a hurry he fights two times in a whole year against hand selected opponents so yeah, how come how come wilder can't just fight marius vok instead of this crap oh. polish heavyweight oh uh, vok would be definitely more of a challenge and he has been beaten by povetkin and klitschko so he would yeah, so fit the description this. i don't know Maybe too good of a chin, too much danger of him being on roids. I don't know. <laughs> Do you know what fight would be really good? Marius Fock versus David Price. Yeah, I could see Vach uh, uh, walking him down. Do you know what? If if David Price wins this fight against Christian Hammer, that's the fight I want to see next. Uh, yeah, but Sauerland will, will definitely try to avoid this fight. But talking about Sauland uh, switching to non-heavyweights at the moment, did you hear that Sauland tried to get Paul Smith approved as an no! opponent for Tyrone Zeugers' uh, first defense no! of the uh, regular title? No! Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah, we did actually hear that. Yeah. We can't believe he's got to try to get him another title. And just a couple of days before Carly Sauland came out, said, uh, yeah, we're going to pick a really dangerous opponent for Zeugers. <laughs> There are no easy fights when you are at, at world level. <laughs> Except if you're fighting Paul Smith. This really, really diabolical of, of Sauland. Just just straight out lie. <laughs> Where don't we get Sauland? We can't get him on to talk about that because that's not a heavyweight. Yeah. Uh, and I think the interview would be over pretty quick. Do you know what? If... Uh... If if David Price wins this fight, I want to get Callis Ireland on to talk about David Price's uh, <laughs> options, and then we can keep suggesting guys that we think are going to knock him out. <laughs> <laughs> and and Callis Ireland's going to lie and be like, "Yeah, we definitely like to see him in with Walder. Yeah, we definitely like to see him in with Joshua. Oh yeah, we'd love to get him in with Havakin." And then we'll just him like. <laughs> I would put uh, like to put like Kali Saland in an interrogation room, <laughs> just tie, tie him to a chair and then uh, grill him as as long as possible until he get, starts talking Wait, the truth. Don't you don't you think that the Saland brothers are lizard people? <laughs> There's been this theory, yeah. <laughs> Where does this theory come from, Nino? I think it was on. People don't know. People don't know that there's this theory that the Sauland brothers are really lizard people. And it started off with his father, Wilfred Sauland, because he would always do this uh, weird movement with his tongue. <laughs> yeah. So uh, then it got started on on the forums that that Wilfred Sauland is a lizard people, and yeah, <laughs> then he has uh, sons also. Did this come from 4chan? Uh, I'm not sure what what kind of forum it was, but. I don't know. I wouldn't totally dismiss it. <laughs> <laughs> Why? 
what? You're not totally dissonant that the Sarahlands are lizard people. Are you serious? Of course they're not lizard people. Yeah, I know. But just just uh, having a little fun. <laughs> no, you're not. You, <laughs> to be, you actually think he's a lizard. Yeah, but um, moving on to wrapping up this this while I think you, you think it happens against um, Joseph Parker. Uh, do you know what? Yeah, uh, I don't think Parker looks spectacular about uh, against Andy Ruiz. Um, I never really rated Andy Ruiz that high. You know that. Uh, so I think maybe they're thinking, do you know what? This Parker guy, we can do him. So they're like, it's an op- opportunity to pick up another title. That if Tyson Fury hadn't stupidly fucking pissed his career away, they'd never have a hope in hell of getting another belt. But alas, this is the situation. So they're going to try and jump on that so they can act like they're legitimate when they're not. Mm, possibly, yeah. So, uh, but I doubt it would be in April. Maybe late April. I don't know. Because he mm. fights in late February. Yeah, come on. It's not like he's going to have a knockdown drag out fight. <laughs> he's going to have two or three rounds, Nino. Come on. Yeah, but then he maybe injures his hand once again. I don't know. There's always something with Deontay Wilder. But another fight um, that has been ordered is Shannon Briggs versus Fresno Kendo. I was hoping you'd forget about that. <laughs> so for the regular WBA title. So I don't know. I think that they will have to come up with a date by the uh, end of the month or something. Do you think Tom Stalas has some dirt on fucking Gilberto Mendoza to be getting all these title shots? <laughs> uh yeah, I think, I mean, they, they just went to court and, and um, they won. So the WBA has to grant them the shot, even though it's been already two and a half years that Okendo has been out of the ring. Two and a half yep. years without so a single who, fight. Who are you giving this fight to? Shannon Briggs? Oh, yeah. Stoppage? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, Okendo is, is crafty. I think if uh, if uh, Briggs doesn't stop Okendo, he could be in trouble on the cards. Maybe. I mean, Okendo showed that he can move and jab and all that. So Yeah, but we haven't seen him in two years. He must be 40 at this stage. He's 43. Yeah. So, a... eh, could be a close fight. I mean, down the line. I mean, Briggs will go for the early knockout. But, uh, as we all if know... If he doesn't get the early knockout, he could be in a lot of trouble on those scorecards, man. Yeah. That's okay. all I'm saying. Okendo could be picking up points uh, with his jab maybe yeah like fucking what what does uh briggs throw when he gets into later rounds like five, five punches, punches mm-hmm. around yeah yeah for, come on nino yeah i mean let's be honest here okando on points if there's not an early knockout it's okando on points i think yeah and it'll be probably the worst heavyweight title fight of all oh, time yeah very bad fight definitely it's not even a heavyweight title for yeah. you anyway no real title fight now here we go david hay versus uh tony bellew yeah well oh do you know what i'd be so fucking satisfied uh yeah i mean hay could then uh pick up the title hey's from okendo he's gonna fucking lay out tony <laughs> bellew Tony Bellew and fucking David Price are going to be sharing a hospital ward, mate. Yeah, stretcher? Well, not stretcher. Yeah, oh, st- stretcher, oxygen, <laughs> brain bleed. 
He's gonna need he's gonna need surgery to relieve pressure on his skull probably after this one. Hmm. Oh, I can't stand him, man. I can't stand him, Tommy Bellew. Yeah. When's the fight in March? Yep. Hmm. Pay per view. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's a long way to I'm go. I'm surprised David Price isn't on the undercard of that fight. Hmm. I don't know. If he picks up that that win, it could he be. Might get the, do you know what? If he wins that fight, then the WBO European title will probably become vacant, and then maybe he can fight for the WBO. Maybe then they will rank him in the WBO European ratings, so then he can fight for the vacant title, which he should, which he should win if he beats Christian Hammer, because it should be on the line. No, I think if he wins against Hammer, he could be in line for an. Eliminator, WBO, I don't know. Maybe David Price and David Hay ordered as an Eliminator or something. Yeah. Here, here's one for you, Nino. How come the Serlands don't sign German heavyweights anymore? How come they just have, like, washed-up British heavyweights? Um, yeah, they actually signed uh, Michael Wallisch recently. So, uh, Wallisch was... I think, yeah, he was with SES Boxing. And he was, uh, he was also WBO European Champion. But if you want to be taken seriously, you have to at least have a, a brief reign as a WBO mm-hmm. European champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, problem that's was why that's why I'll never take Wilder seriously. <laughs> yeah, so so Valish is not the worst guy, but he, he always lacked a little discipline. So I know he's now with Uli Wegner. So, oh, so we'll see what Uli Wegner makes of uh, Valish. How old is Uli Wagner now, man? He must be like 90. I think he's 74, 3, something like that. I remember when I went to see King Arthur Abraham fight. Mm. And uh, Uli Wagner and King Arthur came out of a capsule in the <laughs> in the, in the the roof. And the scorpions were playing. And Uli Wagner looked so fucking like, what's going on? <laughs> he, he looked so confused. Yeah. Yeah, he's still doing it. I don't know. Should he not be retired now? Do they not let people retire in Germany? Mm, no. <laughs> There's nobody really to step in for him. Uh, uh, how come fucking promoters have to have a trainer assigned to their promotional company? What's all that about, Nino? I never understood that. Yeah, that's the way it goes in Germany. So every promoter has their own trainer, look. Mm. Yeah, it's okay. different models. So in US, you hire a trainer. And, and then pay him as percentage. In Germany, uh, every stable has like a chief trainer. Yeah, do you remember when the, the Universum had their own gym as well? Yeah, then there was uh, Stunek was the main coach. So here's one. When uh, when Felix Sturm was was uh, promoting, who was his trainer that he had promoting the fighters, had training the fighters on his undercard? Uh... Was that more of a British or an American model? I mean, yeah, sort of. Um, <laughs> so Felix Sturm um, first had, I think he had Michael Tim, but that was with uh, Universum. Then I think he got Shaburov, who was also with Universum back then. But then he, for a period of time, he got uh, Fritz Dunek actually as a trainer. Well, so, so that was uh, Vitaly Klitschko's yeah. old uh, yeah. trainer as well. Yeah, so he, he uh, paid him. So there was a little different model because Sturm really didn't have like a, a real stable, not not really. And was uh, Ahmed Owner the trainer of uh, of his stable? No, because uh, um, remember the time that he had to work. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
Remember the time we had to work Salisa's corner? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we still need to get a owner on the show, you know, because I need to find out why he never threw him to the wolves. I want to find out what happened with that, because I was... Remember how excited I was, Nino? You know? Yeah. I mean, Solis uh, has also become pretty quiet. So uh, he signed with, with uh, Errol Chalon, but his last fight was... Uh, he did two fights uh, in... in August and September, but then uh, no fight scheduled, nothing happened. Because he had Christmas, man. <laughs> he had Christmas? I thought it was Christmas dinner. I don't know. So the next Jalen card, we'll see if he's still on, or maybe he's not with, with Jalen anymore and he's back with Owner. So we'll see. Oh, I'd love it. Do you know what I'd love? If he was back with Owner and Owner only signed him back so he could fucking fade <laughs> into the walls. Yeah, we'll see. Can we can we try and get Ahmed Owner on Nino? Because I really want to ask him about that whole thing, and I want to find out why he wasn't fed to the wolves. Right. Yeah. Love to hear what Ahmed Owner would like to say about that. Yeah, we'll try. We'll try. I mean, I still got his and number. You, will you actually try instead of like pretending <laughs> to try like you did with Big Burnt, whose number you also still have, by the way? I think I threw it away. Well, I'm gonna give it to you again. Okay. Thanks. So. I think we got pretty much covered for this week. Anything else? No, no, that's it. Just that I'd love Owner to come on the show so I could ask some questions or throw and fighters to the wolves. Right. Yeah, Paddy, so uh, thanks for coming on. I think we, we started the year off well, I think. Uh, yeah, we let people know about lizard people. We explained how German boxing works in relation to trainers that work for promoters, not for fighters. We also talked about Ahmed Owner throwing uh, uh, Solis to the Wolves, which is personal favourite. I shocked the listeners by picking David Price over uh, Christian Hammer. Uh, we talked about uh, Deontay Wilder and his trash run of opponents. Uh, we covered, we touched on Tony Bellew getting taken out on a stretcher. Uh, we didn't really talk much about the Klitschko uh, fight yet, but I think uh, Anthony Joshua. Vladimir Klitschko will will fill our plates uh, quite enough in the lead up to that fight. Oh yeah, for sure. That's the big one. So I think that 2017 uh, will be a better year for heavyweight boxing than 2016 was. What about the return of Tyson Fury? Yeah, he's coming back. He's going to do some bomb fights. So He's the hero this town needs, <laughs> but not the one it deserves right now. Yeah. So yeah, stay tuned to OTG Heavyweights, and yeah, in the meantime, also listen to the main show on Sunday. And 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 fast forward when Willow comes on because uh, he's demonstrated time and time again. The fact he wants to make this bet with me over Frampton Santa Cruz demonstrates that you should disregard anything this man has to say about boxing. And he picked Cal Brook against Golovkin, which was just. <laughs> terrible pick right so yeah check out the main show on sunday follow otg on the social media sites and goodbye goodbye auf wiedersehen